Hey, Green Future Growers! Welcome to Season 3. I'm your host, Jackie Marie Beyer. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes for free or follow on your favorite podcast app. And let's get growing! Hey, everyone! This is Jackie Marie Beyer, your host, here to help inspire you on your journey to create, grow, and enjoy a green, organic oasis. So let's get growing. And that's a wrap. Hey, everybody. This is Jackie Marie Beyer, your host of the Green Organic Garden here live Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. And I am posting the very last episode for season three. So I know I've released a few of them out of order. So the numbers are basically the date that I interviewed people. And since I interviewed um, Dave and Nikki back in August, I kept them at three ninety five. Um, and then I wanted to release Allison McClendon 400 on, which is technically the first episode of episode of season four on, um, on Christmas day. Which, I don't know, maybe we will change season four. Because I'm going to release season four on my anniversary, um, which is January 29th. So we started this podcast back in 2015, January 29th. So that's when I'll be releasing. I have three episodes, I think, in the bank for season four. Um, And if anybody's out there that wants to do an interview, I desperately am looking for backyard gardeners or just, um, guests in general. But, um, I really want to, I feel like season three really focused on professionals. Now that being said, I mean, Dave and Nikki, do you not love them? I just think they're like the sweetest couple. Like I'm just finishing editing the episode today. Um, and I will probably, hopefully we just, we had to redo it yesterday because I, forgot to push the record button back in August. Anyway, yesterday's episode, they still dropped tons of golden seeds. Dave talks about some mushrooms that I know people have been asking me about. And um, I think that there were just, there were so many great episodes in season three. You know, some of my highlights were definitely starting out with um, both Brandon Yost and Daniel Mays um last year at this time december 31st and january 1st i mean brandon yost was such a game changer in my life because i'm still eating those salad jars and still thinking about doing some kind of salad jar lunch club um thing in my town i've been inspired by uh chef pilar i don't know if you know her but she just wrote the rebel homemaker with your berry more which might got me for christmas i saw it at the airport when i got to go to new york again for thanksgiving and see my mom but i also saw golden listener of the year 2020 eileen catrone and we just had so much fun we went to the drew barrymore show together and so pilar um is like drew's personal chef i think or like she teaches her how to cook like that's one of the things i love about the drew barrymore show is that drew cooks on the show with her guest and um I mean, there's a lot of things I love about it. I love that she, like, really promotes diversity and women and people of color and just um, is really trying to make change in the entertainment industry. 
Um, I love what Reese Witherspoon said with her about living in a world of abundance. If we all, you know, work together and cooperate, we can go so much further together, um, which is especially interesting because I've been watching The Morning Show, which is on like Apple TV with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. And they're, um, that's like a whole nother show. But um, another thing, like I posted on Instagram, if you follow me on Instagram, and it should have... Usually when I post to Instagram, it should go to Facebook too, um, about this like awesome farm, the Gentle Barn, which I think their main place is in Tennessee, but they also have, it could be in California, and then they have a third one in Missouri, and they're going to come on and be guests, or at least they said they would. I reached out to them. Um, where they like, they rescue cows that have been like abused, I think probably... I am, I imagine from like dairy farm. I don't know where they're getting their cows, but then they also rescue people by um, allowing people to come hug the cows. And they just say it's like this incredible feeling that people um, can really get a lot of benefit from the power of a hug and from hugging a cow. And so the people, the cows get better. You have to know this is so up my alley. And um, so hopefully, so I posted about that because I just feel like I just feel like we really need to focus on mental health. And I think gardening is a part of, a part of that. Like eating healthy is going to help your mental health. Being in the garden is going to help your mental health. I think people have to keep still giving them grace. I've had a few people um, writing to me lately about how hard um, just has been to participate either online or in different places this year. I know I'm super excited to get out and go to like some live workshops. I'm still... I'm just getting to the point where I can like open my computer up again and not like cringe and like getting bit like for almost, I don't know, since I got back from New York last May. So it's been three quarters of a year. I have like literally like my computer has been like a magnet that I am like the polar opposite. Like I've only been able to do like the bare minimum on it. And so I'm getting to the point again where I'm not working on it so much. So that when I do open it, it's um more enjoyable and like getting back to writing, getting back to connecting. I've been doing a lot of work for the Society of Children, Book Writers and Illustrators. I got the illustrator coordinator position this year. So I've been trying to connect there. I'm super excited to meet those people in person because, again, so sick of Zoom and, and doing anything online. But anyway... Um, hoping to bring you some great episodes. The three guests that I did interview already, I think you're going to love. Lee Reich came back and talked about his new book about growing figs, but also he just had some great things. And especially he talks about, um, he wrote a book about Espalier, I think is how you pronounce it, which is like Patty Armstrong also talked about that when we were doing the Grow Live videos last um, spring we started out, or last January, we were doing um, every Saturday up until July. Um, Patty and I got on YouTube and um, would talk about a different topic. And Patty made these phenomenal webinars. So if you haven't seen them and you're not sick of watching things on YouTube, um, definitely check those out. She she really like over-prepared. Um, what was supposed to be a Q&A more came out with like Patty just teaching because she's just such a natural teacher. Those were amazing. Then Eileen and I, after we met in person in April when I went to see my parents, did the Soil Sister Saturdays. 
um, this summer talking about what we were growing. I certainly grew more stuff than I ever did before. Um, this summer, I kind of started this little gardening business. You've probably heard me talk a little bit about um, it was supposed to be local organic lawn care because I just wanted to get outside and mow lawns. Um, but people were more interested in me helping them plant their gardens. So that was kind of fun and new. And I ended up planting a lot more food here for one lady who hired me to plant her greenhouse, but then her house still is still not finished. There's, they're almost done, I think, at this point. Hopefully, we'll be able to get her greenhouse this year. But the amazing thing about it was I was so inspired by how much I learned about helping people with their landscapes. And so, um, and I've been inspired by Nicole Burke from Gardenary. So if you have not checked out Nicole Burke's podcast, Gardenary, um, I, I, I don't know what you're waiting for, but to me, she's one of the top garden podcasters out there. I just, I love her show. Um, and she also helps you if you want to become a garden coach, learn how to do that. Um, other great highlights from this year, Jesse Frost book finally came out and we are going to give a, um, one of Jesse's books away. So not quite sure how that contest is going to work, but, um, I'll try to get that in the works, but I have an extra copy of Jesse's amazing book and I wanted to give that to a listener. And speaking of listeners, I have to give a huge shout out. Um, I want to say her name is Maria in, um, hold on, let me pause. Yeah. Maria DeLeo. Bought me 20 cups of coffee. That's $100, listeners. That means she paid for like a whole month of the Green Organic Garden. And she's in Spain and she's learning from the guests just like you and I all about permaculture. So huge shout out. Thank you so much, Maria. You have no idea how that brightened my day. It just made my heart feel good that um, somebody was out there and willing to support um, the show and help keep it going uh, because right now all this stuff comes out of my own pocket. Forget all the time that I invest. Um, but you know, it's, it's definitely an act of love and I love sharing with you these great, amazing guests. I love sharing their stories. I love learning along with you. I love being inspired. Um, and hopefully we're making change on the planet, um, by growing healthy food, the organic way. I mean, you'll hear me talk about with Nikki and Dave, somebody called Sod Soil or so, I don't even know who they were. Sod Solutions, like their number two tip was spray glyphosate to kill everything in your lawn that's not going right to restart your lawn. Like I just completely flipped out. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So hopefully everybody out there that's listening is learning how to, um, keep your family healthy, how to grow, um, some of your own food. I, so last, um, July, I started getting an article published in my local newspaper once a month. And for New Year's, I was going to write an article about your accomplishments and it ended up being like a challenge, um, kind of like the challenge we ran in 2015, where we challenged everybody to pick one fruit or one vegetable or one herb or one flower that you wanted to grow that you normally would buy at the store. So like flowers, maybe you normally buy a bouquet or I planted some flowers one year because um, I wanted bird seed because we um, spent so much money on bird seed. So my goal was to plant 750 sunflowers, which I did do. Um, so that was my challenge. So maybe be thinking about what is one plant or one herb or one flower or one 
um, vegetable that you can grow that you normally buy. If you're a new gardener, I would suggest just like trying to grow enough for like the summer season or like one harvest worth. Like maybe you're going to pick carrots. So carrots you would, you know, harvest in the fall. But like so that you don't have to buy any carrots for your family for like two months in the fall this year. Or maybe you're going to pick lettuce, which is kind of a hard one. I mean, for me, I eat lettuce every day of the year, 365 days, sometimes several times a day, sometimes two salads a day. So, you know, pick a vegetable or something that you're going to grow. And if you are a more seasoned person, maybe you're going to pick a vegetable that you're going to grow for the whole year. I mean, Mike has gotten to the point where we rarely ever have to buy potatoes or carrots at all anymore. It's not just me skipping the grocery store, the produce aisle from August to November anymore. Like I rarely have to buy a potato, a carrot. Um, We had some kind of disease in the green beans last year, so we didn't get any green beans. Uh, We had the critters came in and destroyed all the peas, so I had to buy a lot of peas. Um, And fruit, for sure, I I've been trying to eat more fruit and grow more fruit. Um, But anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed season three listeners. I hope you want to be a guest and come on and talk to me about what's growing. I love to talk to listeners. Um, You probably know more than you would. So if you're willing to share your garden journey, we would all love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed David Nikki. I hope you enjoyed all my other guests last year. I mean, I had Nikki Jabor on. I've been trying to get her to come on. Um, and Christina Wilhelmi, the garden nerd, who I've also been trying to get to come on since I very first started my podcast back in 2015 last year. I mean, so many great guests. There's so much valuable. Sharon Lovejoy, who wrote, I've got her book sitting right here, Trowel and Error, among many other great garden books. We just, I had tons of authors last year. It was so exciting. Um, so I hope that you will... Uh, grow your own. And I hope if you, um, you know, Jean Martin Fortier, uh, got to give a plug to him and Growers and Co. because their clothes are just phenomenal. I love my t shirt that I got. I wish I could afford to buy more of their clothes. Um, you know, the garden pants with the knee pads is my next goal. Or if I could fit into the overalls, I would definitely buy a pair of those. Remember the Canadian Exchange? I think it's, uh, you know, whatever the price is, I think it's less expensive if you buy it with American dollars. Um, our broad fork, we love that we got. Mike used it all year to turn the whole mini farm over with that. Um, you know, Nikki and, and Dave and I talked about this book, Fungorium. And even though the book is really... Um, detailed and do I dare say kind of boring I mean it's really a lot of science my mom was like who is this book written for because it's really certainly like high school college level I think information there like a third grader or fifth grader but it's got these beautiful illustrations and there's an illustration of the soil food web in that book that really just makes you understand what's going on down there Um, so that was the page it was funny because when I walked into the library it was open to the page on um, what is it? Mycorrhizae fungi. I've got to learn how to say that. Anyway, um, what else can I tell you about? It's a wrap. So one thing I didn't like last year was I was trying to get off the podcasting hamster wheel. And so I recorded almost everything in November, December, and January, a few more episodes in the spring. Um, and then like things that I recorded in July, I'm just releasing now. And I just feel like, um, things kind of got away from me. I got kind of disconnected from the audience and from the podcast. And so I'm kind of looking forward more to getting back to, 
you know, doing an interview and releasing it a little sooner and not having 20 episodes in the bank. Plus, it also kind of makes me feel like, you know, there's always that I should be doing this. I should be doing this. But at the same time, like if I didn't have to send a new episode to PRN and oh, that's another thing I'm supposed to mention. Progressive Radio Network changed their website. So it's not PRN.FM anymore. It's Progressive Radio Network, all spelled out. Um, dot fm or dot com i can't remember i'll put the link in the show notes but um yeah they had because there was a couple of weeks i signed i'm like we're like nothing's playing i'm not hearing anything and um jesse told me the the radio manager station manager there that it's because they changed the network they were having problems with their uh what's it called your provider service provider whatever anyway prn is now progressive radio network um, so what else can I tell you? Today is the day that Chip and Joanna Gaines launched the Magnolia Network live on TV. So I think that means we get to watch it on the television. I don't have to like do the whole app to TV thing, but I still love them. If you haven't checked it out, I mean, Florette's story on there, Erin Benzinkian and how she started Florette and how they moved on and now they've become the seed company. I mean, I just love it. I could watch that over and over and then, um... I love Magnolia Journal. The magazine is just so inspiring to me, especially, you know, I really would love to do a Golden Seeds magazine and have, uh, you know, each month come out with an issue that highlights the people I talk to and kind of like, I'm, I'm always thinking of like, it'd be so fun to do this, to do that. And then I really would love to be in the Waco half marathon that they're going to have um, right about Earth Day. It's Earth Day weekend. I think, you know, Earth Day's the 22nd, and the half marathon's on the 24th if anybody wants to join me if I can I'm going to raise some money for the gentle barn and the cow hugging program because they're a 501c3 nonprofit, and I just love that and I just think you know mental health is again I, I just feel like all these things out there that we see all these problems you know deep down inside it all comes down to mental health so Anyway, um, if you have a topic that you want to learn about, if you have a guest that you would like to hear let from, let me know. And I, I, you know, I'm always, I'm here for you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you um, learn how we can grow a greener world. So thank you so much for listening. I, I certainly appreciate where you put your headphones. And so I hope that... Um, and maybe someday we can meet and we'll get back to some live events and I'll be able to get out there and, and visit some other places. So if you have any suggestions, again, let me know what I can do and have a great day. Happy New Year. Here is to 2022. Want to donate directly to the show? You can buy me a cup of coffee where your donation goes directly to support the Green Organic Garden podcast. It helps for thing, pay for things like hosting the MP3 files, maintaining the website. It's super easy. I'll put the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. Get your copy of the Organic Oasis Guidebook available today from Amazon. It's got 12 lessons designed to help you create your own organic oasis. Um, it starts with healthy soil. It talks about building an earth-friendly landscape. It helps you understand the difference between annuals and perennials and how to bring in beneficial insects. It talks about fruit trees and just, um, 
all the lessons that I've learned on my podcast mixed with what Mike and I have done here. Okay. What Mike has done here at Mike's Green Garden and just, um, I hope that it will help you on your garden journey, uh, to create, like I said, your own organic oasis, um, where you can have healthy food and enjoy, um, you know, a very special place. And most of all, it's good for mother earth. Do you know someone who would benefit from the organic gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it. If you'd share the organic gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.